last word on business. With Fitzgerald Power, providing tailored accounting services to meet your business's needs. Fitzgeraldpower.ie we're joined by Ian Guide, our columnist for the Business Post. Ian, we did a piece just after five o'clock about poor quality jobs and about over a quarter of people may be employment, but for all sorts of reasons, including pay, they couldn't be considered very good jobs. This is an international phenomenon, isn't it? Something that in particular the Labour Party leader in the UK, Keir Starmer, was talking about today. Yeah, very interesting that Keir Starmer, who is in pole position to be the next UK Prime Minister, giving a big speech today, looking at the employment market and pretty much saying that for governments to focus purely on growing their economies, they are getting it wrong. Yes, you have to have an economy that's growing and increased productivity. But what he is saying is it has to be focused on ensuring that it benefits every community, that the current generation of workers out there are experiencing a change in living standards for the worse compared to previous generations and this has to change and particularly in the UK they are experiencing a period where wages are not growing, where many communities Matt, are suffering from higher unemployment there's a whole swathe of people in the UK not working right now and he is looking at ways of changing that to make sure that the jobs that are there actually benefit people and that you have things going on right now where, where there is skills being put in place for people, whether that's apprenticeships or getting people into universities. And he will tackle this next year or the year after if he comes into power. And I think it's very interesting. There's been lots of reports done on the UK economy showing productivity falling, stagnation. It's not just the UK. This is coming for Western Europe. There's a big problem in Germany and the economy there right now as well. And it's something we could experience across the board, particularly as you see what's happening in the global economy with the potential impact of artificial intelligence doing away with middle-class jobs, white-collar jobs. This is something that's coming for many economies, including in Ireland. And I think that report today from the Devon Institute, how many times when I've said it to you, Matt, about the CSO data on employment, it bears out in that report today, a quarter of people are in part-time employment and are looking for more hours. And people out there in positions of setting industrial policy really need to get on board on this, that there are people out there who need and want to work more hours, but are struggling to get those jobs that pay them consistently well and are secure, not just for a year or two, but for the next 5, 10, 15 years. Is our Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Donoghue, about to abandon Irish politics for a big overseas job? I could see Pascal Donoghue fancying this gig privately, but the word coming out of the Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform's office is that he has no interest in the job as the managing director of the International Monetary Fund. A very well-sourced report on Bloomberg over the weekend said that Pascal Donoghue would be in pole position to be the next MD of the IMF. It's a very prestigious job. It's based in Washington, D.C. It's something many people believe Pascal he will be very good at. He's a very well, very well regarded finance minister. He is chair of the European Group of Finance Ministers. And you would think, given the way this job is carved up, there are two big gigs that are coming up next year, head of the World Bank and head of the IMF. America traditionally names the World Bank president and the Europe, European 
government name the next head of the IMF. Who better than Pascal Donahue, seen as a very conciliatory figure, somebody who's probably on board with the IMS thinking, will be interested in this gig. Its current boss is a Bulgarian former minister called Georgina, uh, Kristalina Georgieva, and she is seen as somebody who's made a few little mistakes, probably being a bit too close to boosting China's profile with the IMF. She may not get a second term, and given that the European governments get to nominate somebody, Pascal is seen, according to Bloomberg, as the prime candidate. But his office and the Taoiseach saying he intends to run in the next general election and he is concentrating on fulfilling his mandate as the chair of the Eurogroup, which runs all the way until 2025. Matt, it is a fantastic gig. There's nothing in this for Ireland, let's be honest. This is just something that would be nice be for the person that gets to hold it. But, oh, well, he's, said, he's in next would... week for our annual um, and non-fiction books of the year. So we'll ask him when he's in the studio next week about that. Uh, one other one I want to ask you about, the landmark Shelburne Hotel in Dublin may be for sale and the owners may be about to make an enormous profit on the sale if they get it away. Yeah, great story in the Sunday Times yesterday by Linda Daly saying that Kennedy Wilson, the American property company that has owned the Shelburne since 2014, are considering putting it up for sale either in its entirety or to sell a 50% stake in it. The Shelburne is valued at 260 million euro. When Kennedy Wilson bought it back in 2014, they paid 138 million euro. So they would get a pretty decent profit on it. Lots of hotels are coming on the market right now. We talked about the Sleeve Russell in Cavan. The Shelburne is a five-star hotel. A big renovation a few years ago added more bedrooms to it. So it's got 265 rooms. Average room rate in September, 420 quid, Matt. So this is a property that is making quite a decent profit. Big tourism market for it, big business market for it. It's got its own convention centre and ballroom there. So you would imagine a trophy asset like this coming on the market where there is a shortage of hotel rooms in Dublin. I'd say if there was a price, a bidding war for it, that price tag of 260 could get even a bit higher. Thank you very much, Ian Guider from the Business Post. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today.